Well, it's Christmas Day, so that means Jesus is officially here now, right? No, he's, he's been here for thousands of years, well, before time, technically. Uh, but regardless, this is a day that we choose to celebrate Jesus coming into this world, God taking flesh, and it's a very special celebration. So this morning, we're going to kind of continue our series on Luke. Well, I am in that I'm taking a text from Luke. But it's going to be kind of blended with some communion thoughts at the end. So it's going to be two things in one. But uh, we're going to be talking about another story of sweet baby Jesus and people interacting with Jesus and how it changed their lives. Has there ever been something that you have wanted so bad that it has just dominated your thoughts until you got that thing? In high school, for me, I wanted to be the star basketball player. That's what I wanted more than anything. Uh, tore my ACL my junior year, and I wasn't good enough to be that anyway, but I'm just going to blame it on my injury. But uh, that was something that I really wanted to be. Didn't happen. And then in college, I kind of had this desire to find a spouse. I wanted to find someone and, and get married to them. And what's funny is now that I'm married to Abby, she told me that there is a story whenever I was, I think, my sophomore year of college, I spent some one-on-one -on -one time with a girl, and she went back to her dorm and was talking to other girls, saying, man, that Kyle Dingus kid, he just wants to get married so bad. <laughs> Which, you know, that's great, right, to have that said about you. I guess I was wearing that on my sleeve a little bit too much. And after graduating, another thing that I desired really badly was to find a really good church home, to find a place that I could spend my life in ministry and uh, pour into somewhere and bring God's kingdom to that place. And by the grace of God, Fourth Avenue is that church. And I'm so, so grateful to be here. And though I guess two of those things <laughs> have been realized for me, the basketball one, not so much, but in the time of waiting, whenever I was desperately expecting something or desiring something, whenever I wasn't getting that, living in the middle of unrealized expectation, it's really hard. It's very frustrating, right? What are the current expectations or wishes that you have right now? Maybe wishes or desires that you have for God to deliver in your life. Maybe it's finding a significant other. Maybe you're wanting God to take away one of your lifelong struggles. Maybe it's wanting God to help a loved one turn back to Jesus. Whatever it is, I'm sure all of us to some degree have something that we're wishing, something that we love for God to do. And what's great is there's a long line of people in scripture who have had desires or expectations from God like that. And in Luke, in Luke 2 specifically, we read of two stories that kind of fit with this. The first is with Simeon. Simeon, he was a righteous person who was filled by the Holy Spirit and the Spirit revealed to him that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. So every day, I imagine he was waiting and looking for God's Messiah to be revealed. I'm sure he had this expectation and this desire to see God's Messiah. And day after day, he wasn't getting that. And there's some things we don't know about Simeon. We don't technically know exactly how old he was. We can make an educated guess based upon something that he said that he was probably older in age. But we also don't know whenever the Spirit revealed to him that he would see the Lord's Messiah. It could have been a week before he actually saw Jesus. It could have been decades and decades. We don't know when this happened. But for my sake this morning, 
Let's say it was a long time. Let's say it was decades that the Spirit revealed that he would see the Lord's Messiah, and he has this expectation day after day, month after month, year after year, and does not see him. And I imagine at some point he's getting closer to the end of his life, and he's just like, okay, God, clock is ticking. I don't have a lot more time here. When is this going to happen? Could you imagine hearing that? And then every day, not seeing it happen. I imagine that consistent disappointment might be difficult. But the moment Simeon sees Jesus, everything changes. He takes the Savior of the world in his arms. And he says this in Luke 2. Sovereign Lord, the God who is in control, as you have promised. He doesn't fill in the rest of it. As you have promised, you have now fulfilled it. But that's what he's implying you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And that's something that you would see in Luke's gospel. He tries to bring up Gentiles and uh, in several places a lot in Acts as well, same author for both of those. He's trying to make a point that salvation is coming to all people and Simeon is holding salvation incarnate in his arms. He's seeing salvation in the form of this little baby. And he is able to say, Lord, you can take me now. I have seen what you said I would see. And I feel this sense of fulfillment. The second story here in Luke 2 is with Anna. Anna, she was a prophet. She was somebody who had a special manifestation from God delivering words to her. And she most likely was widowed in her 20s and remained a widow for 60 years up until she was 84 is what scripture says. And she would never leave the temple. This is, this is a really fascinating person. She would never leave the, the temple. In those 60 year, that 60-year period, she would go to the temple every day worshiping God, day and night. And then she would fast and pray constantly. Could you imagine how strong your relationship with God would be if that was a discipline that we all cultivated in our lives, that we really tried to capture that we could worship God day and night to make that a priority. You know Anna had to have walked very closely with the Lord and known him well. But even though I'm sure most days she was extremely close to the Lord, I wonder there had to have been times where she had to have been frustrated, right? Because it, it says at the end of the section that it talks about Anna, that she went and told the good news about Jesus to those who were excited about the redemption of Jerusalem. That was something that she was really anticipating and excited for. I imagine 60 years of going to the temple, I imagine her prayers oftentimes would include, God, when are you going to redeem us? When are you going to come back? When is your Savior going to come? And then one day, she sees Jesus, holds him in her arms, and is filled with such immense gratitude and then spreads the news to all who were in that same anticipation with her. Her expectation, her anticipation was realized in Jesus. And I share these stories with you today because maybe you feel like you have an expectation for God to show up in your life, for God to do something that you have been asking for. And maybe you're not seeing it. It feels like day after day, he is not hearing you. He's giving you the cold shoulder or maybe he's frustrated with you for something. 
And maybe you're asking God, why is this happening to me? Why am I going through this really hard season of my life right now? And you feel like you're getting silence. And I know from personal experience that being in this season is super challenging. It's really frustrating at times. And sometimes it makes you even doubt God. But Simeon and Anna likely had to wait a long time to see that which they had been expecting or that which they had been anticipating. But notice what puts these two individuals at rest in this story. Encountering Jesus. Whenever we come to know Jesus as the savior of our world, our lives change completely. Not only do we know that in Jesus, all things are ultimately going to be made right at the end. Our fears and frustrations, they're all ultimately going to be destroyed. And at some point, we're going to gain a deeper understanding of the why behind what we're experiencing now. We can't see it very well right now. We have a very limited perspective but we can ask God all the questions we want in the future. He might say, I'm not going to tell you, but, uh, but we will have a better understanding of the why. But with Jesus, not only does he give us a future promise, that God is one of justice, that he's going to make all things right, we also get a promise for today, that if we come to Jesus, we will find rest for our souls. We will find contentment in this life. We will find true, everlasting joy. And even in the darkest days, we can face them knowing that Jesus is with us and knowing that all shall be well. But until then, it doesn't change the fact that sitting in this unrealized expectation can be frustrating or challenging or it can feel like a deep hardship. But here's the thing. All of us, even those who maybe know Jesus really well, maybe some of us may not know Jesus very well, whatever. Hear this, come to Jesus to find rest. He will satisfy your soul, unlike anything else could ever do. And he's calling you right now. But while we are sitting in this waiting, let us be like Anna. Though we may not fully understand what's going on in our lives, let us worship God day and night, even though we don't see the full picture, even though we don't get things perfectly, let us be a church together that worships God and prays together and fasts together, all for his glory. Because we do know this of God, that he is good and he is faithful. And one day he is going to make everything right because that is the nature of his character. And here's the other great thing, that in Jesus, we can truly expect for great things to come in each of our lives. You may feel like you're insignificant. You may feel like you don't have much of a story, but I promise you in Jesus, that story is redeemed in an instant and you have a message that can forever change other people's lives. And don't ever second guess that.